This week's episode of If I Was a Betting Man is brought to you by Draft.com. Do you like fantasy sports but don't want to commit to a whole season? On Draft, you play live snake drafts with other people, just like in a season-long league. Drafts last for just one night, and once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire, just set it and forget it. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash and get paid out the next day. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. And all If I Was a Betting Man listeners get a free entry into a real money football draft when you make your first deposit just use the promo code betting man that's right play a real money game for free just for using the promo code betting man when you make your first deposit search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and enter the promo code betting man today this week nfl divisional round odds and picks also super bowl 53 predictions all this week on If I Was a Betting Man, AJ. What's up, buddy? Johnny. How are you, man? Good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Happy to be here, even if it's only over the phone. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are you? how are you feeling right now as a Patriots fan? Are you feeling like your team is getting rested? Do you feel like uh, Tom's pliability is uh, reaching even... Uh, greater heights than before? Do you think he's even more <laughs> pliable than he was a couple weeks ago? Well, I mean, I you know, I watched that game, uh, the uh, Chargers-Baltimore game, because, uh, yeah. you know, I knew that I knew that was going to be their opponent, whoever won that game after the uh, the Saturday games, after, right. uh, after, the, after the Colts won. So I was heavily invested in that game. And, like, I don't know. I mean, the Chargers. I mean, they're it's a really good team. They got a really good defense. They got two. The really good pass rush. But uh, you know, I don't. I wasn't all that impressed with the. Uh, not impressed, you know, they, huh? Brady's too pliable. <laughs> well, that, if you look at the numbers between Rivers and and Brady, like everyone's like, oh, Brady's having an off year. He doesn't have the receivers around him. He doesn't have the. Yeah. You know the the you know Gronk is is banged up and Edelman the lines banged up. Blah, blah, blah. But you look at the numbers; he's got almost the exact same numbers as Rivers, and everybody was talking about how Rivers is like reinventing himself. At it's age because, thirty-seven or whatever. It's so. because we're sick of Brady. We're all sick of uh, praying at the altar of Tom Brady. We're yeah, is that what you guys is that what you guys call it? You call it praying at the altar? Is yeah. That, <laughs> All I hear is you guys talking shit about the greatest quarterback of all time. That's all. Listen, I hear. listen, listen. <laughs> we maybe we were, maybe we have, maybe we will continue to, uh, and possibly with good reason. But th- the reality is, he's a four. He's you know he's a, he's human. He's a human being. He's forty one. He's yeah. Uh, yeah. he's he's looked a little bit worse this season than uh, he has in the past. I think yeah, he's definitely he's definitely not moving around. He's definitely, you know, not able to make plays in the pocket when and, he's under pressure as well. Right, he's Taking much quicker. To, he's much quicker to tuck than he has been yep. in the past when when there is a pass rush, and For he sure. also shows more signs of uh, uh, I don't know damage of whatever he, after he gets hit. You know, that's sort of been the way to get to the way to beat that team in the past is to put him on the ground. I mean, just like any quarterback in yeah, reality. Yeah, for sure. But uh, with Brady this year, I mean, sometimes, especially in the playoffs, you put him on the ground and it seemed to make him better. You know, it seemed to... Mm. Uh, Fire him up. Yeah, yeah. you know, he, he would have that ability, you know, the same fire, the same uh, presence in the pocket. Um, this year, it seems like he's uh, gotten a little bit more gun-shy. But, uh, I mean... yeah. Those the, he's had a couple weeks off, and those those hits. I mean, forty one years old. I can't imagine. I mean, when I was twenty two, I can't imagine taking one of, a hit. Um, <laughs> and he's forty one years old, and that pain stays with you, uh, you know, week in and week out. And now, and his line's been banged up. He's been hit more than you know than usual. I would say this season. Um, you know, yeah, but on the other, like, and that's all. All that could be said of Philip Rivers too. Philip Rivers is thirty seven years old. Mm. He's coming to Foxborough. It's going to probably be like twenty-five degrees. You right. know? Absolutely, that's a and, major advantage for them. Yeah, for sure. And for the uh, you know, I mean, uh, the Rivers is. I mean, thirty-seven years old for a quarterback. You know, when we were, when we were growing up, that was 
about as old. I mean, that was there was not a lot of thirty-seven-year-old quarterbacks playing. You had like you know Warren Moon and like a couple others, but like you know he's yeah. he's not a young man either. But at least in terms of football standards, four years so, younger than than Tom Brady. He is four years younger than Tom Brady. Yes, but he doesn't have the avocado ice cream thing going on. So yeah, I don't know what I don't know what kind of ice cream Philip Rivers. Eats, it's probably some sort of fertility different. based ice cream <laughs> some sort of uh sperm heightening the, ice cream the, is he like a christian is he like a super christian or something is that the deal with the you know i don't think he's rivers? i don't think he's a super christian but i think i i think i have seen i think on espn a, a couple years ago when he only had like 11 kids i you know what i mean <laughs> uh he only had like half the kids he has now i think i saw a christmas card yeah. and i think there was sort of a religious theme to it but it's a not little, as it's not as Jesus-y. Yeah, it's not as pronounced uh, as as certainly as other quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know. don't know what's grosser, like the the super Christian Jesusy guys, or like Tom Brady's you know TB twelve religion that he's trying to start. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I mean that's the thing. It's like, are you gonna worship? You got to worship something. So is it either gonna be yeah. a higher power or is it just gonna be yourself? In the case of Tom yeah. Brady, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel. I mean, now uh, Melvin Gordon seems like he's banged up. They keep talking about his knee. I don't know how, how serious that really is, but uh, but I know the Patriots are fully healthy, and and uh, and again, it's going to be in Foxborough. It's going to be cold. Uh, you know, I mean, the running game. I mean, obviously, it was against the Jets and the Bills. Right. So, you know, it's hard to really judge whether their running game has actually found a whole other gear or not. But it does seem like they, they were able to find a, find a different way to win once they lost Josh Gordon and they didn't have that deep threat anymore. Because that, I think, affected their passing game more. Definitely. That's more a major anyone, loss. Anyone. You know, he was at least 30% of their receptions. And if you talk about yards, yeah. he was even a larger mm-hmm. portion because, you know, he would only have – you know, four or five receptions a game, but they would be for huge chunks of the field. Um, yeah. He's definitely missed. I don't know how you replace that, um, especially at this point in the year. Um, and I mean, I, I I don't know. I think it's going to be an uphill battle. But let's talk about when we when we get to the odds. Let's talk about uh, the nuts and bolts of the matchup a little bit more. Um, I want to talk first. Well, for, for, go ahead. Before we get any further, I'd like to uh, point here, out that here we go. If, it, if it wasn't for your fucking shitty-ass Miami fucking Dolphins right. and that shitty-ass Buffalo Bills, like lateral play, lateral oh. play at the end of the game to Kenyon Drake that never, ever works, ever, 99 times out of 100, it never works. More often than that. We would... More often, would be, actually, I'm sorry, less yeah, often than like, that. Less often than yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, 499 <laughs> times out of 500 times, it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> we would be, if it wasn't for that play and that Gronkowski, like, totally taking a digger on Kenyon Drake's run to the end zone, we would be 12 and 4 and we would be the number one seed in the AFC. You know? Yep. So, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually, you know, this ties in nicely to where I want to go because I want to talk about all the coaching turnover and the hirings, some of the, some of which have been very surprising. Um, the orchestrator of that offense, uh, Mr. Adam Gase, who was uh, mm-hmm. unceremoniously released from uh, his uh, duties in Miami, has been ceremoniously <laughs> uh, added to the yeah. roster in uh, New York somehow. And the media, you know, I've been watching the local media here in New York, and they're excited about it. They're excited know, about this this Funny. guy who was the Cutler Whisperer in Chicago uh, yeah. before he was in Miami, and you know, with uh, media, you know, mediocrity mediocrity yeah. seems to follow him. Um, well, and now the wait. the Jets have hired him to be, and he brought the offensive coordinator from Miami with him, and it's just. To me, it's crazy. As a Dolphins fan, as somebody who's watched every game for the entire Adam Gase tenure and really didn't see anything besides um, a real motivation to release 
some of the better players on the team, some of the more outspoken <clears throat> better players on the team. He, you know, he doesn't seem to be uh, to command a locker room. He doesn't seem to be a leader of men. He wants people to put their heads down and do the work. Um, I, I honestly, this thing and him going to New York. That doesn't really jive with somebody who's got to be able to contend with the New York media every week. Mm, yeah, you know, he does seem to get a little testy with the media and, and also with the ownership, too, down there in Miami. And you have some, like, run-ins with uh, yeah. some person, like, uh, who's, like, button heads with people in the front office, if I, if I recall. And, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I mean, you know, I mean, what's the record of, you know, the coaches going on to their second job. That's I mean, the thing. That I mean, yeah. I, I agree with that. Head coaches, you do yeah. things differently. You learn lessons. Um, and he's got a reputation as a as a as a quarterbacks friendly coach, and and the Jets seem to think they have something in Sam Darnold. So you know, Darnold, Donald, Darnold, Darnold, Darnold. Uh, so they, you know, if they if they want to bring up, you know, the young quarterback along it's, and, and you know get them in a system that, that really makes them sh- lets them shine they you know you, you can see why they want to focus on somebody who has that reputation as being but is that reputation deserved one and two yeah. uh i will also say that typically what coaches um who go on to a second job typically the thing they change when they go to that second job is they increase the amount of control they have uh, that's true yeah he was did he was he gm down there too no 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 nope, he was not mm-hmm. there were there was a gm and then there was uh, the vice president of player operations in mm-hmm. uh, tannenbaum who was a former new york jets gm and tannenbaum mm-hmm. was fired um along with gaze so uh no he had no control over that and he's going to go to a team in which the ownership loves to get involved uh, with That's true. these player posi- these uh, personnel decisions that are in the past have been terrible for the team, and uh, they still have the same GM and and the Jets still have the same GM as well, right? right. They didn't. No, they didn't make that change either. Yeah, well, yeah, could be tricky. I don't know. I mean, personnel we'll wise, see. the Jets are in good shape. They have good personnel. They have they yeah. they have yeah. the personnel. They have a very strong defense. They have a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. There there are yeah. things you know. They have Inunua and they have uh, mm-hmm. that Anderson kid. They have some. Yeah. They have some pieces, and they're going to be able to get some more uh, in the off season. But uh, as far as this head coach move, I mean, I don't understand how the they could. Uh, with all the people available. By the way, Mike McCarthy's still available. <laughs> Super Bowl winning coach Mike McCarthy still still available. Oh, that was a long time ago. I mean, the Packers yeah. haven't. You Listen. look at the Packers this year, man. That was a terrible looking team. But you know, the uh, I was surprised by a few of the. Uh, uh, what do you think now, about who's the guy? You're talking about yeah, the, guy the guy in guy? Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. What's his name again? Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Freddy Kitchens. Right. Actually, no. That, that I think that's a character from the opening montage of Goodfellas. Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> uh, Freddie Freddie Kitchens is now the head coach in Cleveland. I actually looked him up. His resume is actually very strong. He's got a good resume. He's been around great coaches from the college level. You know, he he was with Saban at LSU at a very low oh, okay. at a very low level. But uh, yeah. when I think that was his first position um he was with bruce arians when they were good um he's coached under parcells uh as i believe a tight ends coach when parcells was the coach of the cowboys Ooh, another another parcells guy who's a million of them the, the 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 resume for kitchens looks really good but also keep in mind this guy is a right place right time type of guy he's on a he's hired yeah. by hugh jackson uh yeah and then Hugh Jackson, in an effort to uh, save his job, the 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 last move that a head coach can do hires his or fires rather his offensive coordinator, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, he gets promoted to offensive coordinator. It's just to me, you know, this guy is a right place, right time. Baker Mayfield did very well uh, in the yeah. season, and you know, a lot of that I think is can be attributed to Baker Mayfield's personality. Um, Baker Mayfield, you know, strong personality, alpha male type of guy that's, Mm -hmm. you know, 
talking to every player on the team, you know, in mm-hmm. fully invested. The guys have bought mm-hmm. the rest of the team has bought in to that. That's very talking important. Shit. Talking shit about the coach, who's former coach. Talking shit the about press. Hugh Jackson in the press. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ballsy move for a twenty two year old. You know? I mean, it's dumb. That's dumb. I mean, because who cares? This guy who cares? Nobody's yeah, gonna know, remember who Hugh Jackson was. You know, you never have to have you never have to have a conversation with a guy yet in your life if you don't want to. So it's like, exactly, you know, but, yeah. Um, you know, he's a he's a fiery competitor, so, right? You know. He's twenty two. That those are the mistakes. If you're a competitor, those are the mistakes you make. Giving I the like stink watching, eye to like, Hugh Jackson. I like watching the Browns. The Browns were a fun team to watch. This year, Great team sure. to watch, and they're going to be good yeah. next year. We'll, you know, we'll see what this this kitchens guy can do. Um, and mm-hmm. on, unfortunately, I I can see the writing on the wall. We're going to have to put up with a lot of. You know, as the season, if they do well or if they do poorly, there's going to be a lot of Baker in the kitchen type of jokes. And it's <laughs> it's going to be very unpleasant. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's, that, that could it's not going to be good. Some shitty ESPN headlines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, the, I'm looking forward to the, all the games this, this week. I think that they're, they're pretty much um, the uh, – is, is, I'm looking forward to. It was, yeah, I thought it was a great football season, and like I think it's you know there's a lot of teams like Cleveland that. Like, I mean, I feel like you're right about the Jets as well. Like the Jets have like a little bit of. It seems like they got a little bit of spark, even though they had a terrible season. A right? little bit of spark. The, the Bills. I mean, this is the thing with your team getting to the playoffs every year is you play in the worst division in football, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, your success, your ability to get in the playoffs every year, even for great teams, management of injuries, all that stuff is uh, very difficult when you have a rival in your division that gives you trouble when it's time, you know, to make the playoffs. When it's, you know, when, it, when everything, when all the chips are on the table. And the, the reality is uh, the, the rest, besides the Bills and the Jets, are on the rise. Um, yeah. the, the Bills' defense, despite you know, only being able to name one or two guys on the team and one of them retired uh, on the defense is now, you know, they were a top five defense all year. And uh, that's a very good sign for a head coach. If he can get that type of play out of guys that you don't know, um, that's that's encouraging for for Bills fans. Um, And then on the offense, uh, the new quarterback, this Allen kid looks good. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know I love him. he's another one. It's fun to watch. You know, he's a lot a, of fun to watch. Great yeah, athlete, sure. but he's going to have to. You know, he's not going to be able to play in the style that uh, he's accustomed to for too many seasons. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. he'll have about you know three seasons of that max before he's got to become more of a pocket guy. Um, and mm-hmm. he's not a pocket guy yet. He's got the arm. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have the accuracy yet, but that stuff you can work on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but at same token, by the same token, there's plenty of quarterbacks that started out like him, you know, and uh, yeah, and and you know, ended up like either. I mean, look at Cam Newton. You know, he's a great great example of an athletic quarterback, big guy, can run the ball a little bit. Hasn't really. You know, I mean, you know I, why though? Because were, because of what I was saying about the three year thing. What he does is he puts himself in a position over and over again where he's taking hits and those hits, you know, maybe not yeah. week yeah. three, maybe not week five, but by week eight, those hits, mm-hmm. you know, are taking a toll and his ability to play well and to play in the style that he's accustomed to playing, all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're losing games. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they put the ball in his hands. He thinks that he's able to do the things he's done in the past. He thinks he's able to win a game by himself and the reality is his body's failing him because of uh, the hits he's taken earlier in the year. And also, he was hurt, I think, the entire season. I think he started yeah, hurt. Probably. I think he got more hurt as the season went on. And yeah. I like Cam Newton. I like watching him play, I've, especially when it was more the heyday. I would like to see him fully healthy make a run. But uh, yeah. he's got to make some changes, I think, before that can happen. Yeah, yeah. That's well. That was another team that you had a lot of weapons, and they just could never put it together. I mean, they had decent, they very good defense. They had, you know, they had, um, you know, he, he had plenty of weapons. You know, in terms of yeah. who he could throw the ball to. But you know, it's just 
And they played it, you know, they played a pretty tough division themselves, you know. Definitely. They so have a, the, uh, honestly, this year I think they their best position was running back, and then the mm-hmm. the receiver core was much thinner than he's used to, um, mm-hmm. which was a shame. But we'll see if he can get it together next year. Ron Rivera staying, uh, Cam staying. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same team next year. Hopefully they can make some reinforcement. The only other thing mm-hmm. I want to say about coaching is mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers hired Matt LaFleur, uh, household name Matt Lafleur. Uh, he was the former offensive coordinator of the Rams, but he last season or this season rather, he was the offensive coordinator of the Titans, uh, and obviously they couldn't get a lot done there. But uh, he's going to a team that is uh, that has a, a very good offense in place, so it could be interesting. But it's again, we're going back to uh, this thing where. There's a couple teams that are good this year, and everybody, mm-hmm. and they play a little bit of a different, newer style of football, and everybody's mm-hmm. grabbing to get somebody who has the, just like a little bit of that shine on them that that team has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's like they're going to hire the, the ball boy from, you know, the L.A. Rams or Kansas City because it'll give them <laughs> more of an, you know, ability to, to play like they play. And the yeah. reality is you can't play like uh, you can't play like Kansas City if you don't have Patrick Mahomes. You know, you can't. Uh, I think the same thing is true for uh, the Rams. They have such deep play. Every position incredibly deep. Everything is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you can say the same thing about the Chargers. I mean, you get a yeah. top flight running back and, uh, you know, he's probably top. Maybe not top five, but he's up there, Melvin Gordon. And then they got three really good wide receivers. Definitely. You know what I mean? To, to throw the ball to. So, you know, when you have that kind of depth, they can, you know, you can really. All right. I'm not going to fight um, you anymore. Let's let's just go to the lines. You keep going okay. back. <laughs> I don't know if you have like a baked potato in the oven or something you got to get to. But uh, <laughs> let's just let's just go to it. So we'll do the Saturday games first, obviously. Saturday at 430 in Kansas City. It's the Colts against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by five at home. Uh, the over is 57 and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, – God, I like the Colts last week. I mean, they really – Not a, really – I mean, Houston. Houston's not a good – they've never been good in the playoffs. Terrible coach. Uh, terrible coach. The, oh, yeah. That's right. You have a thing about Bill Bryant. Can't stand him. Yeah, and then you know, like there's another athletic quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Let's say, you know? right? I mean, when the weather gets cold, that's the thing. You know, although they're playing in Houston, so who knows how cold it was? But like the uh, the the uh, yeah, I like. I mean, the Colts look really good. It'd be a hard. Wait, what's the line again? Six and a half? You said? No, it's five. Five. Wow. Jeez, Colts are getting a lot of respect, huh? They're getting a ton of respect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get a you don't want to get all cliche about Kansas City not having a, any kind of a defense. Well, their defense uh, is uh, the seven touchdowns they're going to score. <laughs> well, but you know the I mean you know what the, the the book on Kansas City is that you run the ball. They got like historically one of the worst run defenses in the history of the NFL. Right. So if you run the ball and you keep Mahomes off the field and you can control the clock, theoretically. Yeah, sure. But then they come in and they score in thirty seconds. They score on seventy-five yard pass. Yeah, exactly. Tyreek Hill is the fastest man in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think Kansas City. Kansas City is obviously missing a running back, uh, missing a top-tier, top-caliber running back that they were used to this year. I think Kansas City, uh, and the thing is with the Colts, by every estimation, they have overachieved this year to get to this game. By everyone, I don't think anybody would say this was a uh, a bad season for Indianapolis with the return of Luck and how well he's played and him reestablishing himself as a top court as an elite quarterback. Um, yeah. But that being said, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I really do. 
Yeah, I think you're probably right. I, I'm going to have a hard time picking against, uh, against the Chiefs in this one. Vinny's dead set that the Colts are going to win this. What's that? Vinny's dead set that the Colts are going to win this. And I'll tell you what, oh, Vinny's yeah. had a very good season this year as far as his picks. Last year, as you know, um, was terrible. I was uh-huh. able to purchase a small beach house in the money that I <laughs> <laughs> But oh, this, yeah. this year, Vinny's been very good, and especially the last couple weeks, he's been calling these playoff games. And I'll tell you what, he's been big on the Colts. Um, they are going to come into this game as – uh, overachievers as the underdog, and they're going to fight. Can Kansas City hold them off? Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty confident, though. I mean, they really kind of smacked them. Mahomes around, is so. incredibly confident. That's true. Uh, incredibly the, uh, confident. Yeah, I, I still. Yeah, I'm still going to take. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. Like I don't see them. I don't see them not being able to score against the Colts. That's the thing, and it's like. I mean, like, no matter what you want to say about running the ball and their run defense, blah, 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 like, I don't think the Colts can keep them off the field long enough to, for, you know, for, for them to be, make it a low-scoring game. I think the Chiefs are just going to come out and throw the ball at will, you know? And, I mean, it's going to be a great game because what it's going to do is it's going to challenge Andrew Luck to match uh, the output of Patrick Mahomes, which, uh, honestly, I think, I mean, he's shown flashes of an ability to do that, um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if he throws two picks, the Chiefs are going to win. You know, so it's going to yes. be about uh, optimizing their possessions and not allowing turnovers. And yeah, yeah. it's going to be an interesting game. All right, let's go to the next one: Cowboys Rams in Los Angeles. Rams are favored by six and a half. This is really a home game for the Cowboys, even though it's yeah. in LA. Um, the over is forty nine and a half. What do you think? Mm, the, uh, you know, I don't trust Dak Prescott. Still, you know what I mean? I mean, he had a great game last week, but, um, well, I had a good game last week. I shouldn't say great game, but, and Ezekiel Elliott, obviously, a, you know, a great, a great running back, but I, I don't know, man, like good pass rush for the Cowboys. That's true. Yeah. What's his name? The, the, the rookie. The one, yeah. What's his name? Vander Esch. Like yeah. Vander like Esch. He's got like the whitest name in the NFL. Yeah. Leighton. His first name is Leighton. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vanderesh is actually uh, German for mock turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> for penny loafer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think the I think the the Cowboys are good, and you know, in a lot of ways, but I think they're probably still a year away from being able to take on the only thing. The, Rams. the only thing about the Rams is golf has fallen off a little bit. And yeah. if they can hit Goff, if they can force Goff to make poor decisions, which other teams have been able to do lately, then they can do it. But I think that this is Sean McVay. He's had time to plan for this game, and this isn't a yep. game where it's like we got to get by it. This is where he's coming out to fight. He's ready to fight. He knows the Cowboys are good. He knows he's going to have yeah. to do everything to win. Um, yeah, yeah. And they're going to pull some weird-ass plays. We're going to see some weird shit, and I'm excited about yeah. that. I love watching yeah, that weird sure. shit. Yeah, for sure. That's the Saturday night game, right? Eight Correct. O'clock. Eight o'clock game oh, on Saturday, eight yeah, fifteen. That one, that one, yeah, that one. I'll definitely be able to watch. I'm gonna take the All Rams right. just because I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it on uh, two good defenses, uh, good running backs, uh, good receivers. Uh, let's so let's talk about the quarterback and the coaches uh, going mm-hmm. against each other. I would take McVay. Seven, eight days a week over Jason Garrett, and I would also take uh, Goff uh, in that matchup. I think Goff and Prescott are kind of in the same. They're same in the level, same but, yeah. tier, but I would put I would put Goff above. Yeah, Prescott. No doubt, though, that McVay is a much better coach than Jason Garrett. There is no doubt about that, though. So in coaching, it's definitely you got to give the edge to the Rams. Uh, but you know what? I kind of like the way they. I might take the. I think I might. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this. Take one. the Cowboys with the points. Yep. All right, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. What do you think about the over at forty nine and a half? Uh, that just seems really. I mean, if we, for the Chiefs, it makes sense to have a over. What would you say it was fifty seven? Fifty seven and a half. Yeah. 
Uh, I think for this game, it doesn't make as much sense. I don't. I, don't, I think that's too high. I'm going to take the under. It's going to be a lot of running in this game, but I would yes. still. It's the playoffs. I would still take the over. Um, okay, mm-hmm. let's go to Sunday uh, uh-huh. at one o'clock in New England. Your mm-hmm. New England Patriots against the mm-hmm. Los Angeles Chargers. Patriots are favored by four at home. Yeah. And the over is 47 and a half. Well, the over sounds, I would take the over on that for sure. Of course. Uh, of course you would. Because you. four. Yeah, I think if they win, they're going to win by a touchdown. And I think they're going to win, so. You do. I, I do. Uh-oh. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just not like rampant homerism. That's it's up. not. You've, no, you've looked at really. the X's, you've looked at the O's, and you're prepared, <laughs> yeah. you're prepared to say that your New England Patriots are going to win this one? I just don't think that, I mean, I, think, I don't think that the, uh, the, the Chargers are, you know, are so much better than the Pats. I mean, as good as their defense is, you know, the Pats have a great secondary. They've gotten, uh, they've gotten good not great pass rushing, but they've gotten pressure on a lot of quarterbacks. It hasn't always resulted in actual sacks, but it has resulted in some very poor uh, performances by quarterbacks. And uh, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be able to to get to Rivers. I don't think he can move around anywhere any more than Brady can. I think Melvin Gordon's like battling a sore knee. He's got, he got forty yards last week in that game. I mean, all right, granted, you know. They're playing a really They're good defensive won. team, but but I mean, I think I was texting back and forth with Vinny about that. He's like, "Charges are going to win outright," and blah blah blah. And right. I'm like, "No way, man! Gordon's not even going to get 50 yards." You know, and the yeah. So there was a bunch of uh, a lot of shit talking already. I'll tell going. you what concerns me about this game is the line is four. The Los Angeles Chargers fan base is also, I think, four. They have no fans. <laughs> And the and New England Patriots are located in one of the gambling capitals of the world. <laughs> so I think that that line only being four is odd. I would think I would have picked I would have picked at least probably five and a half, six. So mm-hmm. I think that that line is inflated because it's the Patriots and because nobody's batting, uh, you know, nobody is a homer for the Chargers. Uh, no, they it's don't only, have any homers. It's only hardcore gamblers that are betting on the Chargers. So, honestly, I think that line is concerning to me. I would take the Chargers in this game because, honestly, the defenses, I think the the Chargers' defense is better. I think that the ground game is better. I think that the receiving core is deeper. There's not a lot you can say about the Patriots other than that uh, they have the better – they have the best coach and they have arguably the best quarterback. And well, and they have a running game too. I mean, I think you know between Michelle and White and where is and, James uh, White? Where is he? He has about it's one of those things where he like you know he's he's there for four games and then he disappears. Or, right, he's know, in the witness change, protection program. Yeah, he's living in a yeah. compound in you know rural Utah uh, because he, Bill Belichick is like we can't show our hand for when we play you know, the Los Angeles Chargers in the first round of the play. <laughs> he might not even see him then. He might save him for the, That's a thing. For the AFC Championship. Um, um, hey, whatever, man. James White scored, what, what did he score, 20 points? In listen, the he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying, where is he? Where is yeah, James yeah. White? Put out an APB. I, I don't understand why they keep trying to get Burkhead into the game so hard. It's like, it drives me nuts. You know, like they keep they brought him back, came back after like week twelve, whatever, after being injured all season, and they just keep ramming the ball like Burkhead down everybody's throat, and he doesn't do anything. I mean, come on, he, you know, no, like, he doesn't, but he has in the past been effective. No, it's true, and no. you know, he's one of those guys that you know he's putting his entire body and you know life at risk every game. Yeah. Has sure. no care about any of that. And, you know, his effort, nobody's questioning his effort. So if he's not, you know, he, he, if he, they're all rooting for him to break out. And, yeah. th- I mean, it hasn't happened. And at this point, I don't see it happening. 
but yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, somebody's gonna have a, some kind of breakout game for if the Pats if the Pats win this game. That's the thing. It's like somebody. It's always somebody you don't expect. You know. I agree, a hundred percent. You know, and if it's a, if they do play a running game, I they mean, will. Fact of the matter is that yeah, which they will. I mean, that's that's you know, the, nobody loves run blocking more than Gronkowski. You know. Yeah, that's like not true at all. That what? is not true at all. Maybe when yeah, he was he younger, he likes yeah, doing maybe. it, but he is not well. He cannot yeah, block as well true. as he used to. And if they want him to catch any passes, I was just—that yeah. was my next question for you. What role do you think he's going to play in this game? Do you think he's going to block? Do you think he's going to have eighty yards? Do you think he's going to have a touchdown? I think he's going to have a touchdown. Yeah. And. Well, the other, I mean, the other thing is that, you know, Dwayne Allen, their backup, who can't, doesn't seem to be able to catch anything, yeah. is also a very good blocker. I mean, that's pretty much why I got picked right. up. He's a, really, he's a really good blocker. So He's I mean, doing the blocking. Thing. He's going to be doing a ton of blocking, and he'll probably uh, be used as a decoy. He'll probably catch a couple passes and have, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of first downs, like 22 yards or something like that. And I bet it's going to be a similar thing for Gronkowski. I bet he's going to be out on the field as a decoy. Uh, yeah. for a big chunk of the first half. He's going to disappear in the third, and then he'll be out again in the fourth quarter at the back of the end zone, catching passes right when they need it the most. And that's why the well, Patriots are infuriating. Uh, they got that they, they got that like hybrid linebacker, strong safety guy for the Chargers. What's his name? Uh, Der, Derwin James? Yeah. Derwin Jones? Yeah, Derwin James. Derwin, Jones? Derwin James. Derwin James, J- James yeah. He... Uh, Apparently he's really good at covering um, uh, tight ends, so I imagine he'd be on Gronkowski. Like they would trot Gronkowski out just to keep that guy away from the play. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, no, he's yeah, a great yeah. decoy. He's a yeah, great decoy. So it's like you got a top flight, you know, like athletic, you know, kind of hybrid linebacker type, you know, who can cover tight ends. Why wouldn't you send Gronkowski out there and just not throw the ball to him? You know what I mean, like. That's why is that? That's not a bad play, you know. What I mean? like it's that. a great play. How long do they honor it? How long do they have him cover Gronkowski? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When you can yeah. double cover him with two weak guys, and you know he's not, you know he's not his former self. He's hurt. Well, that's the you know, and that's the. I mean, that's going to be the the knock on both him and Melvin Gordon. You know, it's like whether Melvin Gordon's knees. You know, back to normal, and right. whether Gronkowski's, you know, have used the bye week to be able to get some semblance of his old, you know, health back, but some yeah, semblance I mean, of his old cortisone shots in his back. It's sad. It's sad to watch a twenty-nine-year-old <laughs> man like. You know, it is honestly, kid. it is the, the his ability to get yards after the catch was remarkable to watch his entire career, and now it is not existent. He does not have the ability to make those strides away from uh, the defense that he used to be able to make. And, yeah, that's true. And the, and, the, and the catches, too. I mean, he still has some really pretty amazing catches. He year, still has good hands. He can still catch. Anywhere near. We'll see yeah. if Belichick puts him in the middle of the field taking shots in the first half, which is probably <laughs> likely um, because yeah. he is no longer in Bill Belichick's favor, just like everyone who regresses under his watch. Um, right. Everybody gets beat up and has their performance suffer. Exactly. It ends up in Belichick's dog. I don't even think it's Belichick's doghouse. I think he's, I mean, he's like a robot. He just doesn't have any sentiment when it comes to guys. No. Know? And that's why so he's been he's, so effective. Yeah, exactly. It's a brutal game. It's a brutal world out there. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's go, to the, let's go to the final game. So you're taking the Patriots. I'm going to take the Chargers in that one. Um, all righty. So we're uh, we both picked the Chiefs, right? Yep. You went with the Cowboys. I went with the Rams. Oh, the Cowboys. You went with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, I'm going uh, Chargers, and mm-hmm. now this I'm game, going. and you're going. Oh, that's right. I'm you're going to go with the Patriots, right? Oh yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> News flash. That's uh, <laughs> it. And then let's go to the, this. Is the uh, this is the most interesting game to me. It really is. Of yeah. the weekend. I cannot wait although, to watch this game. The Philadelphia Eagles could... at the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans in the Dome. Yep. The resurgent the... Nick Foles. The remarkable Nick Foles against yeah. the uh, fa- the 
Drew Brees, who has not looked so good for the last month. No, no. It's the most interesting matchup. And just because the Eagles, I don't know what happened. I mean, they just found, like, I mean, I guess it's Nick Foles. Is it Nick Foles? I don't know. And like, It's Nick Foles. The, it's also, we're not supposed to be like, here. Uh, they yeah. don't believe in us. So hold yeah, on. Yeah. I haven't even said the line yet. The line is seven and a half. The over is 51. <laughs> this, this is going to be a uh, a game one in the air. This is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of passing to, in this game on, on Sunday. Um, it's going to be all on Drew Brees, and it's going to be all on Nick Foles. Um, yeah. So I, I can't wait to watch it. I want to see – what I want to see is I want to see Nick Foles put out another performance for the ages, and I want to see uh, Philadelphia just go, you know, into say, – say they lose by, you know, a touchdown or he's in the game. He gets like, you know, 350 yards and three touchdowns. Um, what do you do next year with – Carson, you know, Carson Wentz, who's been injured every season um, this year at the beginning of the year and out to miss the playoffs, didn't look good because he came back too early, probably. And now you've got Nick Foles coming in, a Super Bowl MVP whose contract is up after this season. Are they going to let him go? Are they going to allow him to go to another team and sign Carson Wentz, who is prone to injury. I mean, it's a very difficult position. I I talked about it last week. It's a very difficult position for the Philadelphia management to be in because yeah. uh, they signed Wentz. Wentz looked great, but who's done it for him? The one time they got it, it was Nick Foles. Yeah, and if he, if he can beat the Saints, that would be a huge, a huge, another just like a legendary, I mean, it's going to take a legendary performance from Foles to be able to, Take down the Saints if they can do it, but or a weak performance in- from Breeze. We've seen him uh, not yeah. look so good, and I don't know if you saw the uh, the article um, about Peyton. He brought in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash into the locker room, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the players went nuts. I mean, I to me, I don't think motivating guys with money is the way to do it because it's very difficult to think about money when you're fingers broken and your you know what i mean <laughs> these guys are already doing well <laughs> you know what i mean like 250k oh, I mean, is nice but yeah, the top you know the top five players getting paid on the team are probably doing pretty well but then there's like a whole middle class in football absolutely where we, can, we see two hundred thousand dollars lying on the table and like you know their eyes definitely light up you know so uh i don't know man peyton's such a fucking cheese ball you know like I agree. I don't like. I don't. I don't like that move. Honestly, I think that's where you do something about family, or you know, you try to, you know, it's it's sort of like that. Money is is for the one guy. You know what I mean? That's for that's an (laughs) individual accomplishment. Um, And it's more about going out there and making the play and celebrating. You know what I mean? It's 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 like their brothers. Yeah. Exactly. In the trenches, fighting the exactly yeah, pride in the city of New Orleans, or whatever. Um, yeah, the uh, I'm not. I mean, it's just the Saints have like they've just had so. The thing about the Saints is that traditionally they've been a passing team and without much of a defense, um, and it just seems like they have so many different ways they can do it this year that it just it's hard for me to believe. Um, that they're not going to be able to pull something out. And Peyton's, you know, as much as he's a cheese ball and as much as he's kind of... He's a good like, offensive coach. Definitely. He's a good offensive coach. And Drew Brees is a great quarterback. And, you know, like, they've got, you know, they got one. Michael Thomas has got to be the, you know, he's top three. Definitely. And Alvin know, Kamara some, is top three. Alvin Kamara is top three. And then, you know, Ingram, Mark Ingram is, is you know, your classic power rusher, you know. Um, so they got a lot of, they have a lot, of, a lot pieces. of options. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it seems hard for me to believe that they won't be able to, you know, put something together. But then again, yeah. like that being said, it's hard for me to believe that the Eagles had such a bad Super Bowl hangover that they almost missed playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, 
that team looked really good. And I'm not just saying that because they beat my team. Like, they had a lot going on, you know. They had really good. A lot of depth. Um, I agree. Good yeah, defense. Yeah. Good role players on defense. Yeah. Uh, good secondary. Uh, yeah. They they can do all of the things you need to do. That being said, it is all on Nick Foles' uh, shoulders, his Super Bowl MVP winning shoulders. Um, yeah. And can he can he do it against the Saints to the tune of seven and a half points? Um, honestly, I I have very I have a very difficult time picking this game. The one thing that I will say is going back to what we were talking about before with uh, the Patriots and the gambling, you know, one of the gambling capitals of the world. Another one of them is Philadelphia. <laughs> and uh, seven and a half points is a lot of points. That being said, nobody's giving the Eagles a lot of credit because it is Nick Foles. Um, yeah. And his the the likelihood of him doing this twice having two yeah. postseason runs two years in a row after sitting out for the regular season or a good chunk of it is incredibly yeah. unlikely. I mean, there if, if it's probably it's probably very similar odds to a, a piece of shit quarterback like Eli Manning winning two Super Bowls. That's probably around there. <laughs> now that's for you, Vinny. Fuck you, buddy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting some shots in. <laughs> That's what it's all about. On if I was a well, you know, now I realize that Vinny talks shit about me every time I'm not on the podcast. I yeah. gotta get, I get a little bit, you get a little back, claw, claw a little back. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with the Saints. I think the Saints got too much going on, and plus, I like Drew Brees. You know, I mean, I think he's, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, all right. This is what I like Drew Brees. You know, he's a short quarterback. He was kind of dismissed a lot through his career, you know what I mean? Like the whole Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, blah blah blah, that whole bullshit. You know, they they let uh, uh, they let Drew Brees, you know, right. walk for very very little, right? And uh, or nothing really. I think he was his contract was up, right? right. Um, of course, that being said, I think the Saints have always had really good teams, and if you know, like if Drew Brees had done the Tom Brady thing and like taken the slight. You know, slightly less money, so they can sign good players. He, that guy would probably have three or four Super Bowl rings. You know what I mean? He's that he's that good, and they've had that good a team, and they've just always underachieved in the playoffs because they just don't have the. Uh, the, the I don't think the culture is there. Maybe that's Sean Payton's fault. Maybe or, yeah. You know they, have, they you know they've had some. I weird can't imagine coaching. you're if you want a, be, a better leader than Drew Brees, you're asking for a lot. You know what yeah, I mean? The yeah, guy has done everything you can do on a football field. He's yeah, done all yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just seems really relaxed, you know? It's like a yeah. very mellow dude, you know? For Which sure. Which is cool. But, um, you know, so the uh, – yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pick against the Saints this year. I'm not going to be that guy. I'd love to see the Eagles. It's weird because I'm all turned around. After, I mean, the Eagles beat the Texans, which put us in the two seed. So every and the team, the the Pats are rooting for their Eagles and they're rooting for Nick Foles. You know, there's, right. there's multiple quotes, and uh, you know, of course, I was too. But the, uh, you know, like I'm that being, you know, I still am kind of rooting for the Eagles just as, you know, just because the Foles story is just so interesting. And right. I mean, it's like not something you ever see where they have this young stud quarterback who. They've already committed to, and then the backup comes in two years in a row and like takes them further than they've ever been as a team. You know what I mean? Like it, they win a Super Bowl, and then this it's year it's like a movie. Know, There's it's, they should make a like a movie about a, somebody like that, like a boxing movie. Yeah, Set it yeah. in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder who they could get. Maybe uh, somebody maybe should Michael get, B. Michael, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's available. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> Did you see Creed 2? I didn't see Creed 2. I didn't see it either because I read the reviews and they were not so good. I saw that. I love the first one. I thought the first, first one was one's remarkable, but they lost the director. Yeah. Uh, right, right. It's the Coogler, uh, Black Panther dude. Coogler yeah. went and did, you know, now he's entrenched in the Marvel Universe. And he yeah, made, now he's doing superhero movies. He, yeah. he made the first superhero movie that's going to be nominated for an Academy Award. So, yeah, yeah, well, true. not the first one. I guess... Uh, Nolan did it with the Batman franchise, but this honestly, Black Panther, I thought, 
was a great movie, and uh, it's nice to see it get uh, some recognition. That being said, yeah. uh, we're getting. <laughs> I'm get a little off topic. <laughs> uh, that being said, I, I'm gonna go. I'm honestly, I'm gonna pick the Saints um, because it's the more likely. My head is saying New Orleans. My my heart is saying Philadelphia. I don't have a lot of allegiance to either of these yeah. teams. Um, I hear you. I, I love the city of New Orleans. Uh, the city of Philadelphia is where I would go if I wanted to get. Uh, beaten up for no reason. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so, not Boston? No, I mean Boston. Boston is the same exact thing. The same exact <laughs> thing. I've been to Boston more times, um, yeah. but Philadelphia. Every every time I've been there, it's the same thing as Boston. I just been sitting having a chat, and somebody's like, "What's your problem?" And it's like, "Holy yeah. moly, yeah. this is a tough yeah. town." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of Philly. Although, I would go down there and see. Uh, I would go down and watch uh, my my alma mater, UMass, play. Is it Duquesne? No, Duquesne's in. Is Duquesne in Philly? I can't remember. But I can't remember. I honestly Saint, don't know Saint where Joseph, Duquesne is. No, Saint yeah, Joseph. Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph. Correct. Yeah. So they would play them in you know um, uh, 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 Atlantic Ten, you know, league basketball and so, so they usually play st joe's once a year and that's pretty fun man drive down drive down to philly it's only two hours away you know watch a ball game you know is hanging out in the local bar the st joseph's bar that's like right next to the <laughs> i've done it like uh, a, couple, a couple different times and so and did umass get destroyed both times umass has been terrible for so long UMass was good. This was the last time I was three years ago, and they were pretty good coming out uh, of the of the out of the gate. And then as soon as they got into league play, they started playing like shit. So yeah, I do believe they got blown out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the that mid level college basketball hang. I know you're a big college college hoops fan. Huge. And uh, yeah, that that like I love that. The, the mid-major kind of you know it's like it is fun 5, I, I 000, do five thousand people in a game you know and i do like watching good mid good mid-major basketball and there is a lot of it um honestly this year it's a little bit more coastal than it has been in, in uh previous years preseason it was sort of the same as last year and that you had a lot yeah. of mid-majors involved in the top 25 and it's sort of faded um a little bit lately because there's so many good players this year on the coasts um, it, I mean, there's a ton of talent this year in college basketball, but more than mm-hmm. in a long time. And, uh, it's going to be a very interesting season. I'm very excited about it. I put, uh, I put money on my own beloved Syracuse orange to win the, the championship. A hundred dollar bet, a wow. hundred dollar bet paid $6,600. Oh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's totally worth it. Totally worth it. What. Yeah, I don't think UMass. I mean, they're probably not even giving odds on UMass winning the national championship. Marcus Camby is not going to walk through that door anytime soon. I mean, if he is, (laughs) they're going to be like, Marcus, you need an IV and a nap. I don't know. Like, you're saying the next Marcus Camby? I I mean, yeah. Uh, No, no, that was the the famous. uh, Of course. But, you know. Patino quote, you know, but Larry Bird's not walking through that door anytime. Right, yeah, when he was the coach in Boston. Uh, (laughs) All right, Vinny's not here. We're going to avoid Patino talk. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. This week. Hey, revisit uh, another complaint I have. Oh, here we go. Is that not not about the the podcast, but uh, to revisit that play, that Miami play that uh, the Kenyon Drake run back at the very end of the game with double lateral, all that shit. Not only did that cost my Patriots first round buy, but it also cost me two hundred dollars. Yeah, Vinny. you lost that because bet. Because if they got twelve and four, I would have won that bet. That one stupid play cost me a first round buy and two hundred dollars. So fuck Miami, love it. Fuck Vinny, <laughs> and fuck Kenyon Drake, fuck everything. <laughs> love it. I would have had a much more. Uh, I'm so glad I could do that to the Patriots. And, yeah, sure. you know, I don't really care about the money, but either way. Nah, All right. It's not, it's not let's go to uh, let's just do real quick. 
I, I'm, I just okay. want to run through the Super Bowl championship odds, okay? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can guess them. All right, go ahead. Who do you think is the most likely team to mm, win? New Orleans That's probably. That's correct. New Orleans is number I, one. I'm going to say, are they like three to two? Plus 250. Oh, okay. So there's no negative team this year, which is cool. Uh, that's that's a very good sign for um, a rollicking playoffs, and also it's a good sign for betting on long shots. Um, plus 250, the best team is a very good sign. Um, let's the at this point in the playoffs. Uh, so the next tier is uh, two teams at plus 400. What are those teams? What are those two teams, AJ? Uh, that would be Kansas City. And the Rams? That is 100% correct. Well done. Okay. Plus 400, huh? Okay. Plus 400. That's a good bet. That is a very good bet. Um, Especially, you know, I don't know. That's that's worth putting down a little bit of money. Um, The next tier is going to be at plus 550, the next most likely team. Who do you think that team is? Hmm... It's either the Chargers or the Pats. I'm going to go with the Pats. That is correct. Oh, well, oh, look at that. done Four. again. Perfect so far. <laughs> All right. Uh, now you're going to have to rack your brain a little bit. The next most likely team is at plus 1,000. Okay. Well, that seems really – is you that the Chargers? That yeah, seems you don't really have to rough. rack your brain. It's the Chargers at plus 1,000. <laughs> it seems – honestly, it's uh, – plus 1,000 seems, uh, okay, seems so a little bit high. That seems a little high, yeah. I mean, you know, like I think they won should, 12 games this year. They should be right yeah. just a little bit more than the Patriots, maybe plus yeah, 650. Exactly. Yeah, okay, but they had to go on the road. Again, they only have four fans. Uh, then yeah, that's true. Let's no go. home field advantage. Let's. The next most likely team is at plus twelve hundred. Who? AJ, oh, name that hmm. team. Twelve hundred plus twelve hundred. It's not going to be the Colts, and it's not going to be the Eagles. So it would have to be. That only leaves the Cowboys. The um, Cowboys. No, yeah. that's incorrect. It's an AFC oh. team. It is, in fact, the Indianapolis Colts. Wow. Uh, Colts getting the love. Vegas. Nice. They're getting the love from Vegas. And wow, then, the Colts. And then it's 1,600 Colts. each, the Cowboys and the Eagles, plus 1,600. Well, the, Eagles, the Eagles, that makes sense for me, going into New Orleans. But are people bet on the Colts? I mean, like, this is, what do you know about Indy? Is people bet on the Colts? I don't even think. No. Like, I don't even. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Only Vinny. Only Vinny bets. He's the only person who's ever bet on the Colts ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't have a really good. I don't have a good sense. I've been to Indianapolis a couple times, and uh, it's a terrible city. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, All our indie fans weird. are turning off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh no way! Oh, yeah. we just lost that market. Yeah, they're uh, all. Uh, it's a very conservative town. Indianapolis. Right. So I, I guess it would make sense that they're not. Like, a lot of pharmaceuticals. From, it's a it's a very yeah. interesting town because it's very Republican, um, mm-hmm. religious, and lots mm-hmm. of big pharma. Yeah. Well, they. Um, oh, there you go. So I, I still wouldn't expect India to get that much. I'm going to take that much love. I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to okay. say that of this, with all of this, all of these numbers. The, the two that are most appealing to me are the Chiefs and the Rams at plus 400 each. Um, I would say that the thing to do is bet 50 bucks on both of them uh, to win 200 bucks. And I would mm-hmm. also say that uh, I, would probably, I would probably favor the Rams. I would probably give, put some money on the Rams to win it. Giving the Rams over the Chargers? Based, I mean, based on the, these yeah. numbers, based on the payout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, huh, that's interesting. So you think that, you think New Orleans is going to you think I, you think New Orleans is going to lose? It's not. It's not that I think they're going to lose. I I don't I don't necessarily think they're going to lose to the Eagles or if they get to the uh, to the championship round. Uh, I think that the best bet right now is plus four hundred. 
You know what I mean? The yeah. Saints are okay. at plus right, 250. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's okay, but I would say yeah. plus 400 is the is the better, you know, a little bit more bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Well, I might go put some money on my Patriots. What do you think about that? No, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Everyone is very surprised. All right, that's going to yeah. wrap it up for this week. Um, I want to thank uh, the great Josh Archer uh, for everything. Um, Vinny, we miss you. Um, and I want to thank I want <laughs> I want to thank you, AJ, for joining us. Ah, it was a lot of fun as always. Uh, and I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Draft.com. Honestly, have some fun this weekend. Do a draft there. There's a million different things they're doing for the playoffs. I'm not going to get into them. Get the app on your phone. Don't go to the web. Get the app. Go go to the app store. The app is free. Uh, make a deposit. Put in our promo code, one word, betting man. Get a free draft. It's so much fun. You won't regret it. Um, and I want to thank uh, our listeners. Um, and that's going to do it for this week on another week of If I Was a Betting Man. Yeah.